2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is God-breathed and is valuable for teaching, for rebuking, for correcting, and for training in righteousness. Welcome to the Notoriously Nathaniel podcast, where I'll be doing just that, training and teaching and rebuking Christians so we know how to live the way God wants us to. Welcome to episode one of the Notoriously Nathaniel podcast. This podcast is an extension of my blog, which you can find at nathanielgevans.net, and I post there three days a week, about 1,400 word posts each day. And this is an extension of that. It's for me to speak and teach as much as I write and teach, because let's face it, not everybody has time to sit down and read 1400 word blog posts three days a week. But the great thing about podcasting that I've discovered is that you can listen to podcasts and do whatever else you want to at the same time. And so that's kind of my idea with this is I wanted to be able to teach the messages that I feel like God is revealing to me in another format so that it's more accessible to people who need to hear it. Okay, so now that we've got all the boring housekeeping stuff out of the way, let's get into some actual scripture. So my intro talks about 2 Timothy 3.16, which says, All scripture is God-breathed and is valuable for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. I truly believe that's the case, and if you believe that scripture is inerrant and is the true word of God, you probably should believe that too. Now, I didn't just choose this verse because I thought it would sound good for a podcast that's meant to be about teaching. I chose this verse because there are a lot of times when I see believers not using the Bible for how it's intended. In some ways, I can't blame those people because if you don't really know, if you haven't studied some verses deeply, they really do seem like they're not meant for anything more than just providing background information. But the great thing about the Bible is that it is the living, breathing word of God, and it changes the more you study it. It reads you just as much as you read it, and it can provide you information on the second, third, fifth, 100th read-through that you didn't quite see the first time, and every last bit of it can be used in this way. Furthermore, I believe that every last bit of it can be used in all four ways, as 2 Timothy 3.16 says. I think you can use every verse or passage of scripture in the Bible to teach, to rebuke, to correct, and to train in righteousness. It's not just one or the other. One of the great things about the Bible that's not present in other books is that we can be very purposeful and direct about how we understand the Bible because God was very deliberate when he decided how he wanted it written. Authors of human books of like your fiction, your fantasy, your nonfiction, all these kinds of books, they're pretty deliberate about how they use their words, but even then they leave things in that they didn't intend to, they imply things that they didn't mean to, they say things that they necessarily didn't want to, but God doesn't work like that. God's perfect. And so everything that he says word for word is meant to be that way. And it's meant for us to understand it that way. For those of us who seek to truly study the word, that's incredibly important because it means we can take God at his word and we don't have to think, well, maybe God meant this, maybe God meant this word this way. We know that the way God wrote it is the way God intended it because he doesn't make mistakes. Every word he put in the Bible was chosen perfectly. Now, the greatest benefit of having a writer who doesn't make mistakes is that we can really pick apart every last sentence, every last word, down to the sentence structure to get meaning from it. And for 2 Timothy 3.16, this becomes uh, very applicable because we have here a sentence that seems to, at surface level, imply that You can use scripture to teach or to rebuke or to correct or to train someone in righteousness. But I actually gather a different meaning from this based on how God had Paul write this series of words out. So the second half of 2 Timothy 3.16 is a series. It's a list of words of actions that you can use scripture for. 
And the way a series work in English is you can typically use two ways to list things out. You can use the word or, or you can use the word and. Now with the word or, it's basically separating two different items. So uh, for example, you could say you can have chicken or steak for lunch. You can have chicken or steak, which means if you choose one, you can't get the other. But with series, you can also use another word. You can use the word and. And is an additive uh, conjunction in this case. And so you, when you put it in the series, you begin to add the first part of the series to the second part of the series to the third part of the series to the fourth part of the series and so on. So to get with our example from earlier, you can have chicken and steak and mashed potatoes and green beans and sweet tea for lunch. Now, if you're paying any attention to 2 Timothy 3.16, you may be saying, hold on just a second, Paul doesn't use either of those words there. And you're right, 2 Timothy 3.16 does not include the word or or the word and, but it does include commas in that list. In English, commas are used in the same place as and. You can use them to take out that word to reduce repetitiveness. So, in this case... Those commas are basically meaning the word and. So you can read that scripture as all scripture is God-breathed and is valuable for teaching and for rebuking and for correcting and for training in righteousness. And y'all, that's why I say it's really important to dig so deep into scripture that you're even analyzing the sentence structure. Because when you put and in place of those commas instead of or, you change the way not only that you interpret that scripture, you change the way you interpret the entire Bible. And that can be really important. When you begin to see that scripture is not always just about providing a story or providing background, but that you can use every last verse to teach and to rebuke and to correct and to train someone in how they should live, then the Bible becomes so much more open and you become so much more open to a world of possibilities and a world of lessons that God is trying to teach you and train you in how you should live your life for him. And here's what I mean. A lot of times in the church, we tend to use the Old Testament as just a collection of stories, genealogies, God providing background for what he's about to do when he sends Jesus to be born and live his perfect life. But the Old Testament is so much more than that. It's so much bigger than that. Every last single word in the Old Testament is meant to teach us something. It's meant to provide a lesson. It's meant to rebuke certain behaviors. It's meant to correct certain behaviors. It's meant to train us in how we should be righteous. The old laws, the old covenant may be dead for lack of a better word, but it's still alive because it's still principles that we should live by for the most part. No, we may not necessarily have to live by avoiding unclean foods anymore, but there are a lot of things in the Old Testament that are still profitable. Every last bit of that is still profitable for us to be using today in the church. The Old Testament is not just a collection of stories. It is divinely inspired, God-breathed word. The Old Testament was written just as much for us now as it was written for the Jews back in the time of Jesus, back in the time before Jesus. It's just as important now as it was then, and it's not just a collection of stories for us to read and enjoy. It's a collection of stories for us to learn from. And why is it this way? Well, let's take a look at verse 17, which says, So that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. So if you're implying 2 Timothy 3.16 as an or series and not an and series, you're not fulfilling the idea of 2 Timothy 3.17. You're not complete in your education. You're not complete in your understanding of God. There are things that you're missing because you're not willing to interpret the scripture as holistically as you need to. 
Furthermore, if you're not really learning scripture as you're supposed to, if you're applying it as this or that rather than this and that, you're not prepared to do what God has called you to do. You're not prepared to go and make disciples of all nations because when it comes down to it and you're questioned on your faith, there are going to be things that you don't know how to answer. 1 Peter 3, 15-16 says, But honor the Messiah as Lord in your hearts. Always be ready to give a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. However, do this with gentleness and respect, keeping your conscience clear, so that when you are accused, those who denounce your Christian life will be put to shame. And if you don't know the Bible as well as you're supposed to, you can't do that. You can't properly be ready to give a defense for anyone who asks you, and you won't do it with gentleness and respect as you're supposed to. We see that in Christians all the time today, where they're answering with anger and hate, and they don't know the answers, and they're not willing to admit that they don't know the answers, and they're not willing to learn, and that's driving people away from Christ that's doing the opposite of the Great Commission. And it's not until you develop the mindset to fully understand scripture, to really grasp it holistically, that you can approach non-believers in a way that will draw them to Christ. Because you have to be able to fulfill the scripture in large part. You'll never be able to fulfill it completely because we're imperfect. But in large part, you need to be able to fulfill that. And to fulfill it, you need to be able to understand it. Or else you're going to do exactly the opposite of what God has called you to do. So my goal in all of this is to show you how to do what God has called you to do rather than the opposite. I want to teach scripture. I want to help people understand scripture in a way that helps them apply it to their lives so that they can go out and make disciples of all nations as we're supposed to. Because y'all, let's face it, as Christians, as the church, we're failing in our job of fulfilling the Great Commission. We're not doing very well. We're making heaven less crowded than we could be, and it's time for us to step up and make heaven as crowded as it can get. Thank you for tuning in to the Notoriously Nathaniel podcast. I challenge you this week to really find a piece of scripture and dig into it and just try to apply it in all four ways listed in 2 Timothy 3.16. Apply it to teach you, to correct you, to rebuke you, and to train you in how you should live your life. And see if that changes how you understand scripture. If you would, do me a favor, give the podcast a follow and share it on social media. And be on the lookout for the next episode, which you can find wherever you listen to podcasts. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations and have a blessed week.